Welcome everyone to a slash command episode of Tech Talk. I'm Techman16. I'm SK. And I'm Andy. And I'm Boom. And V Ready's here. What's up, V Ready? Hello. So, what's going on in the Star Trek universe? Supreme is uh is hot. They got that. That's what we were discussing earlier. That was the last Star Trek thing we were talking about. About how everybody was um, in agreement that the uh, new Tupring and Strange New Worlds is a handsome lady. Madam Stargazer agrees. Oh. <laughs> Madam Madam Stargazer, given the the stamp of approval, you know everybody wants to bang Tupring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. You were talking about the weather. She is a bit hot. Cannot deny it. True, the weather is hot. Actually, it's kind of moderate around here, but that's it's all relative based on where you're at. Um. So, who's hotter, the original Tupring or the new Tupring? Um, I, I would say I don't know, man. It's apples and oranges. There's a different, you know, women, the, the standard of beauty was different in the 60s than it is now. So it depends on, I would, I would say it depends on your preference. New to Prince. Anybody want to jump in here? <laughs> no? Everybody's got opinions until I, until I ask about which one's hotter and then all of a sudden nobody. I just said new to Pring. New to Pring's definitely hotter. Give me a break. <laughs> Definitely the new one. So the new one's name is is either Gia or Gia Sandu. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. She's um she's Canadian of Indian descent. And then the older one is called Arlene Martel. That is correct, sir. All right, let's. Uh, how about this? Who's more conniving? I, I mean, ultimately, aren't they the same? Oh, Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, when you got you got to think like I don't know. I think um, we didn't see enough of the original one because the original one she only appeared in one episode and it was very limited. She had like a few speaking lines, but she basically just sat there while people fought to the death. So I mean, but you didn't see much of her. Um, and then the new Tupring, obviously, you see a lot more of her the interaction so it's kind of hard to like that's like that's like me driving a mustang by you at 100 miles an hour and then asking you to give me an assessment like how does it look oh i mean i think it looks okay you know i barely saw it so maybe the uh, the old tupring had a few years on on the new tupring because in, in the episode where you know amok amok time uh she was able to orchestrate who would you know who she would want to spend her life with <sighs> hold on in other news the deer is back have you not have you not capped that deer yet no no i'm afraid to shoot it i don't want to kill it i don't want to kill a deer we'll go out and get you like a really good pellet rifle there. and shoot it in the ass then I gotta bleed the thing. Then I gotta fucking drag it into my SUV. Then I gotta take it over to the butcher. And it's California, so you know some tree hugger is gonna fucking complain. 
Uh, you just get a, a really good pellet gun and you shoot it in the ass with a pellet gun. They're hooved rats. I don't think I would. that would deter this deer. This deer's got balls. If every time you went near someone's house, your fucking ass cheek started hurting like uncontrollably, eventually you would not go near the house. Or you'd go over there a lot more depending on your personal proclivities. A slingshot. A slingshot? What is this? What is it? The Peanuts gang? Get the fuck out of town. Dude, slingshots can can fire just as fast as a fucking pellet gun. You've been... Oh, okay, dude. Pretty sure. You can be sure all you want to. It doesn't make it correct. Well, I would use something with higher mass so it would have more impact. I'll put it to you this way. A good pellet gun shoots probably anywhere between fourteen to 1,600 feet per second, and some of them even shoot faster than that. That's why a lot of them are lumped in as firearms, because you can fucking kill someone with a pellet rifle. Let's just take a moment to, to acknowledge the fact that there's a huge distinction between a BB gun and a pellet rifle. Yeah. A BB gun stings. It can embed in your skin. A pellet rifle can fucking kill you. I suppose a BB gun could, too, if you hit somebody in the right spot. But, you know, you really got to be trying. I just use plastic BBs or something. Plastic pellets. I don't know. I just capped the fuck out of it. You know, my neighbor, like the next property over, is like an animal lover and like gave me this sh- speech when I first moved in. And and she's like, yeah, there's lots of deer and baby deer around here. So, you know, be careful. And we want to protect our deer population. And I'm like thinking to myself, I'm, I'm picturing landmines. Get off my property. Through <laughs> nature. Deer can be extremely invasive. That's why they're hunted. Yeah. Not to mention they can be dangerous to my animals. Uh, this 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 idea that hippies have, like your your ridiculous neighbor has that like and I guarantee you she has that like deer, these innocent can't hurt anybody, like, no. I watched a dude get fucking mule kicked by a deer and had to go to the hospital, so I don't want to hear that shit. Oh, they're also, they are extremely invasive. Like I said, they're hoofed rats. They're fucking the worst. Yeah, they are deer fucking, they're punk asses. That's why I, I'm not into, I'm not a hunter. I I have gone hunting, you know, as I've gone fishing and done plenty of wild, wildlife things and outdoor activities. I just don't have the time for that shit. Um, and, uh, I mean, I probably could have the time. I just don't want to fucking go. And, uh, I'm not into it, but I absolutely support people hunting fucking deer because they are extremely invasive. Like those bastards that get into your trash cans and fucking jack up your yard and shit like that. They are invasive. They're assholes. And then in Handy's case, they harass your dogs to the point where your dogs try to eat fences. Right. Those fuckers literally will charge at them. Will charge my dog. That deer's lucky that fence is there. Every time I let Luna out, though, the deer runs away. Game recognizes game. <laughs> so, so back to so back to Tupring. How do you like? Do you think sex with Tupring would even be good, or would it be just like, hmm, I'm arriving? Like, I think it would be awful, but I'd still do it. Yeah, 
Do you think she would scold you for enjoying it too much? Like she'd be like, she'd be like, why are you being so human? It is illogical. <laughs> Probably. Who knows, man? Although Vulcans, unless they do that thing that purges their emotion, they still feel it, right? Oh, they get they get fuck every seven years with pawn par. So, are, are we are we talking Vulcan rules for sex or human rules for sex? That's that's a difference. Well, well, so it actually there's a lot. You, that's why you, it, it's fucked up. You didn't see the episode tech because there's actually a lot that is discussed about that. Um, but he basically wants to explore Spock's human side of sexuality, which throws Spock for a loop. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's actually it's actually quite entertaining. But Spock's reaction was classic. <laughs> it's like. What? Yeah, what the fuck? Funny. Also, they basically he is having sex more often than it once once in seven years. In fact, I've not seen the last episode, but in the two episodes before that, he does sleep with her, right? Yeah, there was an episode Correct. where they were like on Vulcan or whatever. Yeah, once on Vulcan, and also the same episode where where they change their consciousness. Even that one, also they they end up doing it so it's not like they're only doing it once in seven years yeah no they're 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 not i mean i don't know man like i I, the whole time i was watching that episode like i kept giggling and of course my wife's sitting next to me she's like why are you laughing it's not even a funny part but i kept like imagining these scenarios where like to bring like i read in this book that if you stick your finger in my ass and spock's like wait what i I just kept i just kept giggling at the possibilities no but anyway i mean it's a they're a doomed couple anyway, so I guess they might as well get some finger banging action going while they still can. Yeah, no, no, nobody's writing fucking fan fiction. I'm not doing that. Although it would be it would be hilarious, like if somebody did like an SNL type skit. I don't think you'd want to read SK's version of fan fiction. <laughs> as Spock was as Spock was squatting in the gym, Tupring came in and gym shark leggings. Her ass looking like it required a CDL for that absolute dump truck. Jesus. Uh, I don't think Jesus would be in there, buddy. That would be a little too much. Hey, you got to give the people what they want when it comes to fan fiction. I don't, I don't know, man. So my buddy, um, one of the guys I went to school with, he's really into a... Uh, He's really into like anime and shit. And every now and then he'll send send me some of these weirdos that do their own like fan fiction shit. And some of the stuff they come up with, I, you know, eventually I just had to tell him, I said, dude, you guys stop sending me shit. It's actually disturbing. And his thing was like, well, if I saw it, you have to see it too. I'm like, yeah, but see, the thing is, you chose to look for it. You're forcing it on me. Stop sending me this shit. Let me guess more tentacle porn. One of them did involve some tentacles. Fan fiction is weird. I want to see Borg Queen and Tupring get it on. That's just weird. Like, you have all this machinery, like, in the way. You know? and then the Borg Queen would, would say some shit like, I've been so lonely. I'm so glad I have a Vulcan for company now. 
Yeah, but I mean, all that machinery, can you imagine the power driving? Like, holy shit. To the moon. There's all kinds of possibilities there, man. That shit can twist and pump and vibrate. And Look, if your sex toys don't use the 220-volt outlet, you're doing it wrong. Well, I don't know who I don't know who the fuck in your house is fucking arc welders and shit, but yeah, what the hell, boom? Hey, I'm just saying. You gotta fucking you gotta use a face shield to use this dildo. <laughs> <laughs> boom prefers the heavy duty 480 40 volt three phase. Tons of power. <laughs> For fuck's sake! Oh damn! What the fuck is it? It's powered by a fucking by a Tesla electric motor. You got you got you have your own damn uh, solar panel array on the roof just to run the son of a bitch. It's green too, yeah. It's green too. I need uh, an extra hot leg ran for my red room. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> why the why the fuck do you have a five hundred amp service on an eighteen hundred square foot house? For fuck's sake, you got him. He's got he's got fucking lefties. And these parts we made. And this we made from leftover parts from the Atlas V rockets. Anyway. Feels like you've been to my house. Maybe I have. Well, he did have those mask parties, you know. That's what I'm saying. Fucking here's Boom over there. Bring out the gimp. <laughs> like the eyes wide shut. <laughs> Man, this is, not a, this is not safe for work at all. This show, Jesus. But whoever that was on Reddit was like, Tech and Kirk, Tech and Kirk says a non safe, a decent, not safe for work alternative. (laughs) Oh my God. That shit was fucking ridiculous. Anyway. Anybody watch the Orville? I did not. Sorry, guys. I did. I did. I did too. I'm so behind on my watching. What'd you guys think of this episode? I mean, I don't know. I'll let somebody else go first. Boom, you go first. I I liked it. It was, yeah. I guess just to recap for everybody, there was an episode where uh, a planet existed in multiphasic dimensions that appeared every 11 days. And after every 11 days, there are about 700 years that pass on the surface of the planet. Kind of a callback to... um, an episode of Star Trek Voyager where a planet of a collapsed dwarf star was spinning so fast every second was about a day or so on the planet. So um, I can't remember all the details of the episode, but there's for one of those 11 day iterations, Isaac spent 700 years on the surface of the episode, just watching the civilization kind of evolve. And so the entire episode is based on landing on a barren moon where they thought they saw, um, or not a moon, but a planet where they thought they saw huge civilizations. Um, and it was n- normally a rock. And they then they get down there, and all of a sudden, uh, the civilizations vanish, and it's a bunch of tre- trees and forests. And then all of a sudden, they're in a high school, and then they're on another planet. And so they figure out that they're sort of trapped in a holographic type of bubble and the um eventually the crew of the orville was like we're not playing your games anymore you know we want to leave and apparently those inhabitants of that multi-phasic planet 
or the ones that constructed the technology because they have, you know, they have uh, enhanced their evolution to the point where they're pretty much immortal um, and they don't die. So they wanted to experience what death would be like or something, the sensation of close to death uh, in mortals with uh, near-death experiences. And uh, it was an interesting episode. It was uh, really taking the depths of what we as humans would think as, um, you know, death or what the scenarios would be where, you you know, you're almost, you're on the brink of death. Then you come out of it and have somebody else experience that same uh, or share that experience through their eyes. Um. Mean girl scene. <laughs> yeah, there was a mean girl scene. Um, in any case, so that uh, that episode was really... I, I didn't intend it to be, but I thought it was fairly thought-provoking. I thought it was a little nonsensical. I didn't enjoy it all that much, to be totally honest. Why not? I don't know. I just... The whole premise, the whole... Like the whole high school thing, and like, so it just was weird. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. There was there was a high school scene where uh, Malloy gets beat up by bullies because he owes this guy money, and when they when they yeah, and it turns out to be a fucking <laughs> Star Wars fucking character or whatever. Yeah, the giant freaking ogre with an axe trying to kill him. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I I laughed. I thought that was amusing. Yeah, I mean Orville to me, it's they're still doing that kind of it. You know, they have some serious sci-fi in there, but they still throw in some goofy stuff. And, and to me, like, is this my favorite plot pointer device? No, but I I mean, if you, I at least when I think about like the original Star Trek, there there was a lot of semi-goofy plots and whatnot as well. And so I, I look at it as kind of just uh, almost a throwback to that style. This whole, oh, okay, we're, we're this super advanced race and we can't experience death and we want to experience it, so we're just going to invade, you know, put you in near-death experiences and invade your mind to do so. Uh, I I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Like it was just kind of it, as far as that point, it was there. Um, but I, I, I do think my favorite part was when they're like, "Oh, you, you got to pay." I, I don't know, Rich. I can't remember the bully's name even. But and then they go outside. And they, right, right, and they're like, you know, where's Randall? <laughs> and they turn in this that giant fucking beast with an axe. <laughs> I was like, that's different than my high school. <laughs> I know, I saw that, and I was like, that was unexpected. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he hangs out by the bleachers. All right, let's go to the bleachers. They they definitely get points for that. For unexpected. Uh, Boom, you're right, though. I mean, the the original series was all sorts of shit like that. Whereas, like, oh, we've revived Abraham Lincoln. He will show us. The difference between good and evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, 
Yeah, I, I just it felt like kind of a a, a fun callback to that kind of old school kind of weird and goofy plot premise, and so I enjoyed it for that. It it wasn't a super serious episode on their part, uh, but it wasn't it wasn't one hundred percent slapstick either. Uh, so I, I it felt like an, a decent balance for a kind of throwaway middle of the season episode. I thought they did a very good job of balancing out the uh, the serious with the uh, with the goofy. I mean, right right before the reveal uh, of the alien, uh, like you could feel that Mercer was getting pissed. Yeah, for sure. But but not in a goofy Shatner way pissed, just just pissed, pissed. Anyways, what else? Yep, I like I like Orville. No, it's 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 fun. To, to, to me the episode before that was still the I don't know, that'll be interesting. Which one? The uh, the one with the uh uh the, the horror one where Yeah, yeah. Like a sort of strange cross between Alien and a little bit of the fly with more zombie-like uh, as far as how one would pass things along. But yeah, because, you know, they let, like, several crew members would have died, which I, I, they kind of glossed over. I mean, they acknowledged it for a moment, but I don't know, that was a little glossed over, but well, they were also right. just... Well, yeah. But uh, the whole, okay, well... We'll leave for now, but we'll be back. It's like, all right, they seems like they're setting that up for a uh, some sort of future conflict. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that they use that um, as a plot point, maybe against the Kalon later. That would be very interesting. It would, but like uh, so these things that just invade and reproduce through organic tissue and stuff. Like, what are they gonna do with or the Kalon? Like, well, that's true. And then they had that that the momentary interaction with Isaac, where yeah, it's looking at it, it's like, well, mm, okay, fuck this. I mean, it, it's entirely possible they do do something with that, but it would just be interesting to see what you know. For all we know, the Kalon ultimately try to ally with them. Who knows? That's true, they might. I just thought it was interesting that, like, we'll see you again. That was very ominous. Unfortunately, this this might be the last season, unless, um, unless uh, Hulu gets massive amounts of viewership for season three, because uh, in a recent interview, Seth MacFarlane used the past tense. He said he had a blast working for Disney. As opposed to, is having a blast working for Disney. Um, well. Which sucks because you have, you know, only really two major sci-fi series uh, around, and having variety. Yeah, but. Great. But I mean, there's also the like, so he spent his time, you know, worked on it, filmed it. it. Like, often when actors and actresses speak about a prior season, they, they speak in the past tense because they're, they're done filming that. So, I mean, it, it could just be that he's referencing what they did. And because it is past tense for that, it's, it's past tense. 
Well, he's uh, he's busy working on his TED series, which uh, I don't I don't know how you get a series from that stupid bear, and you you got like two movies out of it. Like, what else can you possibly get out of that stupid bear? Feels like almost one and a half movies too many. Yeah. Understatement. All right, let's move on to game-related matters. What's good in STFC? Uh, arcs a little boring. As are all the arcs lately? No way! I thought it was the most exciting thing since. Uh, does anybody even have the new officers? Yeah, there's. Yeah, I got the new pipe. I don't have any of them because I didn't buy any. I didn't buy anything. I won pike. Uh, I got third place in the first one, and I got enough to somehow unlock him yesterday. But I don't have the other two. So I don't do any testing. On your server, you don't have much competition, so. I mean, we don't have as much as yours, but people still went crazy. There were there was a guy who who did. 47 million. I'm like, and the second second place was 34. Uh, I did like 18, and I'm like, I, there's no chance it can go higher than that. And 18 probably gets you 50th place on my server. I haven't actually looked. I'm just teasing. But what is the, what, is there an event going on right now? Uh, they've had a, quite a few auctions. Yeah, the second auction is going on right now. Second auction for Pike. Is this Pike more for hostiles or more for um, PvP? I'm assuming it's he's like a hostile type Pike, right? No, he is, he with Spock is apparently decent for hostiles. People who bought it said they've gotten decent. Uh, what do you call? It? I mean, decent kills with it. Yeah. So the, the way it works is it, with the synergy, actually, is slightly. The higher overall mitigation than if you did like old school Pike Murrow Toulon kind of thing. Uh, the difference is that it it's all is rather than the damage just not existing the way kind of Pike Murrow Toulon or or Chen would do it is um, it just sends a significant portion of the damage to your shield. So if you have a, a ship with big enough shields. Um, then ultimately you take very little hull damage and you know the shields regenerate pretty quick between between hostiles so you're fine but if um if you're hitting ships where they're able to go through your shields or you know you're using a battleship or something that doesn't have a lot of shield to begin with necessarily things like that then then it could potentially be not as effective but it also it works on all levels, not just up to fifty one or fifty two or whatever the heck Chin and Talon are. So Yeah. All in all he's he's solid. Yeah, he's a solid card, but you need synergy. Without synergy he's useless again. Yeah, you need the synergy and hopefully they release a better synergy because like uh Spock and on or whatever they're both their their abilities are terrible yeah spock is useful on explorer though he's not useful on any other ship yeah well yeah no it's but it's so because it's not it's as i recall it's something like 
when he's in an explorer versus an interceptor or something like that. Like it's weirdly specific. Yeah, I mean all G five they've been trying to push triangle though. Yeah, no, they have. That, that's right. Yeah, so Spock, I just pulled him up. Um, increases the armor, shield, deflection, and dodge by 500% of total defense when attacking hostile interceptors from an explorer. So for, for him, PvP, no. Not, it, like It's just when you're using him on an explorer versus hostile interceptors. That is... Uh, that's starting to get way too specific. Like If they, they start to continue to do that with other officers that's going to render a lot of new officers kind of useless because uh, I don't know, e- even when I'm grind- ship grinding, I'm never like, okay, I'm going to take my interceptor to go grind or take my, my explorer to go grind interceptors. Like uh, who does that? And people like me who don't even have an, uh, what do you call uh, explorer? I have a watcher, so he's basically useless for me. Who doesn't have an explorer? Everybody's got an explorer. I can't use my pilot. I mean, I can't use my Cory. He's not. I'll get maybe one kill. I need to use my watcher to go kill fifty threes. Yeah, I also don't like like Lon's abilities. Like she is a security officer in the show, and and so her abilities are to increase your base warp speed. And to increase your cargo holdings, like she's not a fucking cargo officer, and she's not like one of the pilots or or works in engineering or any like. Why does she increase warp speed and why does she increase cargo capacity? What the fuck? It doesn't make any fucking sense, man. It's you know, I mean, a better option would be increase increases crew's resting bitch face by twenty percent. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. I would I would get an officer with that ability. Like, what does it do? It doesn't do anything, but you look angry as fuck during battles. Like, yeah. It doesn't make it. That's actually, believe it or not, so that's one of the reasons why I'm pretty much sitting this arc out, is because when I actually look through, because, you know, when, when they dropped the new arc, I, I went in the morning of, and, you know, I scrolled through the officers to see what the new officers are and what they have to offer. And I came across her, and I saw her abilities, and that was actually the the nail in the coffin, so to speak. That's when I was like, man, fuck this arc. Fuck this game. This is stupid. That makes no sense. Um, I mean... You're no. not the only one. No, I know. I, I definitely saw a lot of other people talk talking about it, because I brought it up in one of the fucking discords, and somebody, a bunch of people were chiming in, like, I know it's the dumbest thing ever. But, you know, what are you going to do? And Scopely certainly doesn't listen to us. Scopely can do another release of the character with different abilities. They've done that before. There is precedent. Yeah, I know. We've got like 43 Kirks. I think we have more Spock still than... Or maybe it's the same. No, no, because they no, have all different this. Kirks and different Spocks. They can't, they can't have two of the same person, though. They've never had... Well, well, I think well, the only well, one... But no, they, they are. Because, like, for example... It, like the strange new world Spock is, is technically a different actor, but that it is the same Spock. So that Spock is the same Spock as the original series Spock. Uh, the, it, it can be different in terms of the, 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 and then cadet Spock versus 
that spot, like that's just him going from a cadet to to now being a lieutenant commander, or whatever the fuck his rank is, and in, in the the new Kelvin timeline. But in both cases, so you have four Spocks, but each each one is a pair of the same Spock. Just make sure to put four Spocks on your Enterprise. There you go. If only if only they added a fourth spot, I would. I would. There you go. Then I'd throw Mariner and, and the below decks to blow her mind. Oh, it's it's probably it's coming. They'll probably have like prime fourth fourth bridge crew slot or some shit eventually. Nah, and you can go to that. It's got, that completely changes the mechanics of the game. I don't think they're gonna mess with it that much. I don't think they have the brain capacity to work on that. They're not that good. <laughs> No, they're doing plenty of other shit. They completely changed rating mechanics by releasing another ship. Yeah, but at least that's a complete new ship. They're not changing the base uh, mechanics of the game. Like it's always been captain and two officers. They they they, tweak, they tweak shit like that all the time. I mean, look at back in the day. They they've nerfed ships. They've beefed up ships. They've done it. See, I'm on the in between on this. My feeling is once they're like, well, fuck it, this game's dying. Let's just throw in shit for for cash that we think people will throw money on. You want a four ships, uh, you know, yeah, officer slot? Here you go. Like, yeah, they'll 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 totally happily break their own mechanics for for money if they think that they break their own mechanics every time they release new content. Something's broken. They don't give a shit. Say, so, um, they they put ROM in the game, right? And you could ROM a base to death and just crack any base you want pretty pretty quickly as opposed to actually trying trying to break it no rom can be countered so yes rom can break open a base given you know kind of infinite amount of time if your base is not set up at all to defend itself which i mean i i can see that happen i feel like most of the time if someone falls asleep on shields it is because they're is left unshielded, they fell asleep in between doing stuff, and they may not have any base defense exactly uh, set up at home. But yeah, you know what? That's I- I'm still I'm okay with it. I mean, like if if someone's taken like a Saladin with Rom against my base, even if I didn't have a- anti-Rom stuff set up, it would take them a long. So more power to them. No, but also, unless I'm specifically trying to troll people into trying and hitting me and waste their resources, I'm not going to have an anti-ROM one. I'm going to be using all my ships, and if I fall asleep with my shield down, I don't have anti-ROM one in my base. Why would anybody just put leave a ship slot wasted and leave it in their base? It doesn't make any sense. People just leave ships at home just in normal gameplay. Yeah. I, 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 I don't leave any ships at home. I always send out everything. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty... I, I can tell you, man, it's pretty rare that you... While someone's actively playing, it's pretty rare that even if they're actively playing that they don't have at least a couple ships home. Really? Yeah. I don't ever have any ships home. Yeah, no, that's, that's pretty so rare, man. I, 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 used to, I used to be in a really heavy, like a, a raid-heavy alliance. Like, that was literally the, the purpose of the alliance's existence. And, um... So, I mean, I got, I don't raid anymore, but I'm very good at raiding. And, um, you know, going around scanning, scanning, you know, and testing, you know, anywhere between 50 to 100 bases a night. I mean, even the people that are active, they might have 
three, four ships gone because of, you know, some of them are miners, but they'll have at least a ship or two home. And a lot of those people, if they're actively playing, if you scan their base and then you see what their crews are, it'll be a defense crew. A lot of them. Because most of the defense crews will give a bonus to, you know, um, uh, you know, even if it's not even a fucking like a good warship, it'll still give a boost to base defense. So, yeah, a lot of people do that. So I would say that you're in a very, very, very small minority in that case. Yeah, I'd agree with that statement. Uh, so, and as someone who's fallen behind um, quite a bit on game progression when i'm actively playing and i'm not shielded i generally have some warships there because there's a lot of people who think it's funny to try to crack sk's base just for shits and giggles so i usually have some sort of defense crew there to mitigate some of the damage that some of these big bastards do when they come and drop their huge ball sacks on my defense platforms yeah i mean most of the time i have I do usually have all docks out. I'll I'll have, you know, four or five of the seven docks mining resources, and then I'll be using a couple to do random whatever grinding or missions, shit like that. But but I can see where, you know, sometimes depending on what you're doing, like if I'm ISO mining, I'll have a ship or two home because I have four ISO miners. I have seven docks and I usually can only control, you know, a couple ships at a time doing other stuff. Like, like I said, grinding and missions, that sort of thing. Like adding in the third ship, it becomes, I don't know, like it's doable. And I've done it for certain, like, you know, crucible of war events and stuff, but it's just at that point, you're flipping through them so often that it becomes annoying to me. I don't think I don't think I have more than two three ships out at a time. Forever I ever did that because I'm not a big miner. You're a slacker. <laughs> I thought well, it's I, I mean, it, like I'm not really a big miner. It's not that hard. Like you just send them out and then they're there and that's it. Yeah, I I just hated even doing that. <laughs> like, unless it's a mining event, I'm not sending any ships out to mine for anything. Fair enough. Well, I'm literally 24-7 mining, so <laughs> something the other. It, there's so much to mine, dude. There's G3, G4, G5. There's isogen. There's data. I mean, there's so much to mine. This sounds like a lot for me to not care about. Um, I agree with you. I just don't care to mine any of it. Like, whatever. <laughs> I'll get to it when I get to it. I do. I will say that I try to keep up with the isogen um, for obvious reasons. For, you know, that research that I haven't finished or that's still locked. Um, I do keep up with Latinum usually just because since I'm free to play, um, the Latinum does come in handy, especially the uh, concentrated Latinum. Um. And I'd also like to take a second to say that whenever someone sends me a message and they abbreviate concentrated latinum as C-L-A-T, my first thought is why there's a conversation going on in my DMs about a sexually transmitted disease. But that's a whole nother topic. Um, but yeah, as far as the other stuff, man, I don't mind that shit anymore. Well, I have OCD. I don't like that red 
number. <laughs> so I need to I need to define it every day. Yeah, that sounds like a personal problem. You you mean in the refinery? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I used to be neurotic like that. Just like I I had to do everything every day, and, and then I'm just like, why am I doing this? I'm just beating myself over nothing. No, but it's not like you're doing much. You just send your miners out, and they mine. It's not like you're actually actively doing anything. Well, for data, you have to actively mine. No, I don't actively mine. I send it on the slow mines. I can't be bothered to active mine. Are you mad? Yeah, even data, they add, added the big nodes. Yeah, there's, I, there's no chance I'm active mining anything. I always slow mine with data also. The only thing that mines really fast is concentrated latinum. That's the fastest that mines. I have to every one hour. I went through a period a year and a half ago or a year ago where they were having a bunch of like data mining events during one of the arcs. And I went through this period where I just spent so much time on the game actively mining. And I mean, fast mining too, like resetting a node every 10 seconds and shit. I was just walking around like doing dishes with my phone in my hand, just going back and forth. And I think at one time I had amassed like over a hundred million of the decoded, whatever the green data and I was at the top of every leaderboard. I won every event. And I got to a point where I was like, okay, I should have enough forever in a day. I've long since run out of data, and I don't want to mine anymore. I mean, exactly like I said, you don't have to actively mine it. You can just send a miner and throw it to the slow node. Well, you know that, SK, you bring up a really good point. Don't burn yourself out on shit. Yeah, yeah, I think, I mean, it, that didn't burn me out on the game, so I can't say, like, I can't sit there and say that that's what did it, but, but, but stuff like that does, it does, you know, contribute to it, of course. I mean, that would be silly for people to, to say they don't, you know, just go in and constantly doing that shit every day. I mean, everybody's different. Some people lose interest faster. Um, you know, for me, I, you know, the way my brain is, um, I, I, when I got to the point where my progression slowed is when I really started losing interest because it was like there was nothing really new going on. And so I lost interest. And some people just, they have the ability to tough it out. And, you know, those are the people that are out well, kicking ass now. But It's just too much rinse, repeat. Tim, that's, that's the, um, I think that's the, the, that's why most people end up leaving the game. Or, you know, changing the way they play. It's just because there's nothing, there's nothing new under the sun that they're doing here. It's all the same shit. You mine, you attack, you know, you fly around, and that's, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, that's the game. It's not that I want more to do in the game. That's not it at all. I just think they need to change some things. I don't know what that's their fucking job to figure that out, but yeah, I mean, they started adding in different you know mechanics like away teams and stuff like that, but even that stuff they it just yeah, but they make it so expensive to do, I mean, with the speed ups and the fact that it's using your officers that you need for other things, so now you have to speed it up or you have to use shit officers that don't get you the rewards that you really want. 
you know, because they don't have the stats. Or they don't offer they don't offer the really good missions, but once in a blue moon, and then even the the, the rewards are like, here's this really hard to get officer, but you have like a point zero 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 one percent chance of getting two shards, and you not you're probably not going to see this mission for another month. Like, <laughs> so I'm I'm with you. I don't want. There, I feel like Scopely is conflating what, like, what we're desiring. I think on as a whole, like something different with more, and it's like that's not more isn't different. It's it's just more of the same shit. Like you introduce a new resource for new research tree, I'm literally doing the same shit. I'm just having to double up on it now because I'm still working on the old shit. And it's 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 very overwhelming to log in and be like, okay, I got to do my daily event. Then I got to do these extra events. Then there's a leaderboard. Then I have to mine these resources. And then I got to do these away teams. And then I have to go grind hostiles for this thing that I'm working on for faction. And then I got to hit Borg probes so I can trade those in. And then I got to, it just, fuck, I'd just rather close it down and go play something else. Like fucking, Diablo or something. Which is actually a really good game for anybody interested in trying something different. I mean, how different is it really? It's a freaking dungeon crawler. No, I mean it's if you've played if you've played any of the Diablo games, like especially Diablo three, I mean it's essentially like a a little bit of a souped up version of Diablo three with some pay to play mechanics. However, I haven't spent anything but $5 on their battle pass, and I'm still very much enjoying the game. Um, yeah, know, I love the game as well, but the only problem is you, if you put it down between a mission, you lose your progression, which is the only pissing off part of it. I haven't, I haven't really... I mean, if you quit in the middle of a dungeon, then yeah, I mean, you'll, you'll lose out on that. But, I mean, it autosaves. I haven't lost really any... I haven't lost any progress. I lost connection. If I'm eighty percent to my destination, it sends me back home when I restart. Well, yeah, but I mean, the map is so small. You just use the freaking the teleportation or or you know portal nodes or whatever, and you're right there. Yeah, that's the only thing that's irritating me. Otherwise, the game is actually. I'm not spent a penny on it. I'm like just, I, I, I really enjoy the fact. Like for example. Like earlier today, I went to the, I got, I, I just hit the level cap to go to a new area and I was, I went to this new area and I was, I was getting my ass handed to me while I was trying to, to, to travel between one place or another. And then a couple other players were passing by and they were able to help me. You know what I mean? Like they just jumped in there and helped me, you know, kind of kill some of the demons or whatever. And otherwise I would have got my ass kicked. Yeah, apparently once you go past a certain level, you have to do it with groups. You cannot do it alone anymore. The, well, there's there's some shit that you can still like. You can still do some of the dungeons alone. Like you can do the challenge rifts, um, but you just got to make sure that obviously your equipment's upgraded and you have you know all your socket gems are upgraded and all that stuff, and make sure you have good weaponry and all that. Um, so I mean, like I said, I mean it is it is obviously it's very different than STFC, but there's still the social aspect to it. Um, and the cool thing is, is that you can be in a war band, which is like a little, you know, clan, but, um, for those of you who don't know, but you can also like go to, uh, one of the dungeons and 
just join a random party and everybody can work together to complete that dungeon. So you don't have to wait till your team's on. You can you can jump in a party with other people. So it's it's a lot more versatile. You can work with other people. That would be like, you know, trying to accomplish a mission with, you know, by yourself and then some people from another alliance happen by an STFC and they're like, oh yeah, well, we'll help you out real quick. And then they jump in there and you're able to complete it. And then there's sometimes where you can jump into a party where a lot of people are higher level and you go into a dungeon with them and you normally, you're not even at the point where that level of the dungeons unlocked, but because you're playing with them, you're going to be able to get those really awesome rewards from that high level dungeon. So it's really cool. Moving on. Yeah. What else we got? I think that's about it for STFC, personally. I mean, I I could bitch about in-game stuff, but what's the point? That You know what, though? The more bored people get, the more I see them focus on silly, frivolous stuff. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah, why that's, that's some of the drama on servers is getting worse, because people are bored. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely agree. You have... Well, I think... I think you have, by and large, two different kinds of people. I think I would fall under the category of when you lose interest, you stop playing. But then you have the other people where, uh, or when you get bored, you stop playing. I, I would, you lose interest is what I would say. And then the other people, when they get bored, they don't want to stop playing the game because they've incorporated it as a, such, such a huge part of their, you know, their, their personal entertainment life, so to speak, that they start like you say, they start getting, you know, oh, I'm offended because you're mining next to me, or I'm going to choose to be offended because it's going to cause, you know, I'm looking for something interesting, kind of like people that are fucking retired that have nothing to do that call the police on everybody. It's like, lo- they're just like looking for excitement, like they have nothing to do. Um, I think it's very similar. And I think that goes along with what you're saying. And, and I've seen that too. I'd say it's prolific. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely I don't know. I know I know we were on a voice chat yesterday and you had some issue that you were you were handling, so I don't know. It probably has probably along the same lines. And it was something ridiculous too. It was like just an issue with with Discord and you know, the person's getting upset about it. Uh rightfully so, because they're frustrated, but it's just like should they be that upset yeah definitely gets a little bit out there but what about any of you lovely people in the audience any anybody want to come up and talk about some stuff and things yes no maybe so don't everybody raise your hand at once we have a very shy audience no i think um no, maybe they just got stuff, you know, going on. Probably half of them have a, like a, a a a earbud in, and they're probably doing shit around the house or you know driving or something like that. Or they're playing the game while while listening to us. Yeah, playing the game while listening to us bitch about the game. <laughs> That's how it used to be, right? Like like I said last week, there's there's a lot of interesting stuff that they could add in that would make the the game just generally more interesting. And I wish they'd do it, and who knows if they ever will. Uh, I don't suffer some of the same issues as others, though, because I only do a small set of things each day. Like, I just, 
I, I can use a little bit of spin to supplement certain things and then other things I just don't care about enough. And so, you know, I like things like mining data. I haven't mined data in probably a year. <laughs> like, What about, this is an interesting mechanic I thought about um, a few weeks ago, because I don't know, there was an event and there was a bunch of armadas, so I kept getting a bunch of notifications. But what about the ability to run like an open armada where like just random people could join like, you know, like you're flying through a system and somebody has an open armada and it's like from a different alliance, you just jump in the bitch. That would be actually really cool. I think that would be fun. I mean, you know, you just, that to me, like, I, I don't know, especially like you could, obviously you would have the choice, like closed armada, which would just be for your alliance or open armada. So if you're a smaller alliance and it's like a, there's an armada event and you want to try to hit some of the bigger ones, you know, maybe somebody from like in our server, somebody from Nona or Dark or Most or something with a bigger ship is flying through and they're like, oh, I think I'll help them out and just like hop in or you can send invites or some shit like that. I See, I would, I would be cruel. I would hop into an armada. I would sit there until it's getting right near the end. And then I'd blow up everyone but the person that started the armada because I know I can generally solo anything on the board. And then that way I'll get more resources from the armada. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like, you know, they'll probably add in some mechanic where you're not going to be able to attack a ship that's in an open armada. Well, that would be sad. I mean, it won't let you like, 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 for example, once it last time I tried it, at least once you get to a certain point and the armada's like counting down, it doesn't let you attack people. Yeah, like the 10 second mark. But prior to that. But what I'm saying is, yeah, but what I'm saying is that it would literally be no problem to them at all to incorporate that and and change it to where you couldn't attack somebody in an open armada. Hell, I just want to start now button on armadas for fuck's sakes. Yeah, that would that would be super that would be super convenient because it's like there's a lot of times you run an armada and within the first two minutes everybody's already there, especially if everybody's in system and you're just armada hopping, and you're like fuck everybody's already here now. Yeah, the reason I don't think he'll do that is because of spawn times versus events for armadas, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, because then all of a sudden, yeah, you're right, because then if people did I mean, that, that could very easily all of a sudden make it to where the people that spend can way outpace anybody else for these events because they could just go to an armada, hit start, or launch it, hit start, boom, kill it, and then rinse, repeat over and over and you'd never be able to find any armadas anywhere because you'd have a few handful of whales potentially just wiping them all out instantly yeah i would dislike it very much if they added a mechanic that had the open armada protected because what would happen is anyone that we're at war with would just create an open armada but fill it with their people star them in whatever and then you can't hit them, so so now they can suddenly run armadas with full protection. Well, if if you weren't in the armada, then I'm sure you could attack them. But if you're in the armada, you've joined it, then maybe you couldn't, sort of thing. Right, but well, all, all people would do then is go and blow everyone up beforehand, and then hit join after. But they'll never do it, so you know. Yeah. It would be interesting, though. I would also like to see them do stuff like 
you know, I'm at the point now where, again, I can solo armadas as high as they go. But when they release new armadas, um, I still think it would be cool if you could run your own. Like, you have a fleet of ships. Why can't I do an armada just of my ships and, and kill stuff that way? I don't know. It, I feel like it would be entertaining to be able to use my own stuff to try things out. I don't know. I don't know about you, but I remember Armadas when I was a when I was a Commodore in one of the larger alliances back in the day, which was a Wednesday, by the way, in case you're curious. One of the biggest complaints that I got, and I'm sure Handy's got the same complaints, you've gotten the same complaints, is the people that would purposefully run lower level armadas and be like solo 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 and then those same yeah. people those same people when you would run an armada they'd be in your dms like sucking your balls trying to get a star slot yep. like and and it creates a problem because then people are like hey i don't mind you know they i would get met like pretty much daily people would be like hey you know fucking 69 420 lol is running armadas by by himself and won't and cries when people get in it but whenever i run one he jumps in mine and begs for a star and i think that it would just contribute to that same problem people would be like solo and they would just use their own ships and then those same people are going to try to jump in so i don't see that much anymore yeah i I really don't see it anymore and the way that i'm thinking it is like that it would be a separate launch type so that uh, other people couldn't even try to join. Now, w- would some people try to abuse that by only doing solos, but then still trying to jump in others? Possibly, but uh, we 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 tend to notice that today. Even like if Joe is only ever showing up to other armadas and never running his own, it, it doesn't go unnoticed. So I, I actually go the opposite way. I don't even participate in other people's armadas anymore. I just run my own because I'm, I'm so self-conscious about not participating to the degree that other people do. So, um, but what if, here's another thing, you know, we were just talking about Diablo. What if you could have an option to run missions with a party? Like, for example, it would be like, it wouldn't be able, it would have to be something that's not so coordinated because not everybody's always online at the same time. Or it could be whatever, it'd just be a pain in the ass. But because especially it would be like in Diablo, you can run parties in dungeons with people that are not in your war band or whatever. So you just ran those. You could just go and run through the dungeon real quick. And there's enough people playing at one time where you, you, you rarely have to wait long for a party to fill up. But like what if on STFC, it could be like an event that everybody that people could go in on and it'd be like the four of you or the 10 of you or whatever collectively have to kill you know, 5,000 hostiles in a day or, so, you know, something like that. I mean, that's the same thing as an AOB, though. It's just the entire alliance. So they're not going to spend the effort to make smaller groups, therefore ostracizing players in your alliance. Well, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm just saying it's different. There's not much else they can do. Oh, that's not much different. I don't see the difference, but I... I get what you're saying. It's not a bad idea per se. It's just they've already kind of done it with alliances. With the alliance leaderboards, though, like, for example, I'll go in and kill one ship and get credit for the entire alliance leaderboard. But if you have 
events like that where there's some sort of special token that you spend or something like that and you get people in your alliance that are notorious for joining those parties and then killing like two ships and then you know trying to reap the rewards for everybody else pulling the weight eventually what happens is those people don't get invited what i would like to see is like a pot of rewards where your participation dictates how much of that pot you get that would be cool like kind of like a kind of like a it's like you you get some of it but it's based on the percentage that you contribute to the goal correct that would be fair it'll end up skewing to the the whales though what but but here's the thing not necessarily if there's if they do events that have nothing to do with willpower let's yeah. say it's grinding and it's a per sip counter it doesn't matter the level yeah you could go freaking there's there's plenty of them there's plenty of those events where you can it's just like kill hostiles and you can go to a level one system and run six ships and just kill hostiles all day yeah yeah but i can run seven ships yeah, but also the rewards are different the rewards are different per level at the end of the day what you've got is well yeah but there's plenty of stuff that's universal man there's plenty of stuff that's universal where you could do officer shards you could do you could do shit like that so i mean like it could be it'd be officer based like if you participate you know if you come in basically first place and you participate you you put up the most the highest percentage you'll get five of the officer shards for this epic officer or 10 or whatever and then the next person down would get nine and then so you're essentially, it's like, you're essentially competing against your alliance. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm definitely not against it. I, I feel like to a degree, they've kind of done that in their own roundabout way, because some of the newer stuff, so what you have is like, a, a, you'll, you'll have your ALB, your, your SLB, and, and your SMS. And a lot of times, you, now, you know, you have to complete the SMS, and it gives you a you know a token or, or you know something that then pushes for your alliance's alb um so that completion can't just be like oh i killed one hostile uh, i'm i'm part of the alb now um so, so so you have to put in a minimal effort and then the sms like also rewards out based on your total effort towards it so so you get a little bit of of both but i mean they could do better and i'm sorry what, what what's your question so during this um, completionist event, have you any has anybody noticed a point discrepancy between levels? Oh, you mean like where, where you have to kill more ships than lower levels? No, or something like no, that? no, 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 no. I mean like people, uh, people in different brackets getting more points for the same work as somebody in a different bracket. Has anybody noticed anything weird, or is it just me? I have not. The only thing I've ever noticed is the usual, like, scoring glitches you get sometimes, where sometimes your shit won't count, and obviously they don't care. And they're like, no, we looked, it counted, and you're like, no, the fuck it didn't. Um, that's the only thing I've noticed. Like, for example, like, my score, even though I've completed all the events, like, everything, it's lower than people that have also completed all the events and haven't you know what i mean that's because uh they're also counting if you do multiple ticketed events and also if you get first place or third place i mean second third place you get a lot more points well i, I understand that but there's some people that in my alliance that i don't think i've 
I've ever known them to place well in events, but they have way more points than me. And, and maybe they did push and, and win an event that I didn't see or know about is the only thing I'm thinking probably happened. I just, I thought it was weird. That's all. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've placed first and I've completed everything and I'm only third in the Alliance. So it does seem a little off, but I, I haven't honestly been tracking it close enough to, to know for sure if it's a scoring thing or, but like maybe they just didn't give me credit for something or who knows. It seems a little off. That's all. Yeah. So I'm not totally sure that the, the completionist ALB is actually fair, <laughs> but you know, whatever, who cares? But I still thought it was weird, but I didn't start tracking it or like adding up the points for everybody. You're taking, screenshots like i don't care that much to actually track it so i guess it's a moot point that's a good summation of the game it's a moot point yeah just just look in your just look in your um your daily tab there'll be a reward chest what do you mean we're sorry we we fucked this game up rather than fix it we're just gonna give you a little consolation prize oh yeah 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 a worthless consolation prize. That Picard, I will say that that Picard Day gift. No, but the Picard, yeah, exactly. Was really was, good. Um, fucking, that was actually the best thing that they've ever given away in the history of ever. That's probably better than the bonuses they give their employees. You think they give out bonuses to anybody but the CEOs? I don't know. Maybe they. Maybe if they really kill it. And they clear like a several million dollars a week. Maybe everyone gets to wear a Hawaiian shirt on Friday. That's probably accurate. They'll get like a they'll get like an elementary school pizza party with the fucking they got a the slice of pizza. Like if there was a pie graph for what you would do if you won a million dollars, it's like the fucking donated to charity slice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, are we done with the game now? Yeah. Yeah, the thing that I would love to see is recycling your old blueprints and your old um, and your old mats that you don't need. Yeah. Even if they gave me like fucking a little bit of latinum or something, I, it's just better than having the ability to build 586 Pocluses. I was going to say, like, no, I, I want to build my, you know, based on quick math, yeah, something like 400 Keras and 400 Voclus. That... I'll be able to scrap those real quick. You could build them and scrap them. Yeah, but the scrap system's so slow. And then also the Kumaris, I can build, what, that's like 220 Kumaris? It's... Even if you had all those down to a half day to scrap, between those three ship types right there, we're talking (laughs) three years of scrapping straight. Also, those three ships give out less than you actually put in. So it's not worth scrapping. I've even heard players like just say, let me delete it. I don't care. Don't even give me anything. I just want to delete some of this shit. <laughs> Seriously. So, the fucking mess. Yeah, it's like you could easily do that. My inventory looks like a hoarder's nest. Yeah, some some of the stuff that they have you keep, like materials that you know, for example, there was that event where you had the one PvP space in, in that Romulan area. 
and you know you had to use the keys to get in there as you get blown up i still have like you know 70 something entrance keys They're like what the fuck am i let me delete all of this random bullshit that's stuck in my inventory for the love of god so fun fact they actually used to have in some of the original servers um and in the, 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 the it still exists in the game but obviously it's not activated it's not triggered but where you could actually get g4 common ships that weren't um they were not faction ships like they had like the orion war barge and i think there was something else and you had the ability to get those and they were non-faction g4 ships I wonder why they took that. Uh, it must be a gating thing. They want to force you to grind your way to get it. Well, because I, we, I, I saw, I can't remember where I saw it. It's been, been quite a while ago. And our good friend Amergan, shout out to Amergan, um, you know, he's been around since the beginning. And so I, I, I had a screenshot of this. It had a bunch of the ships. And I said, dude, what's the, what the fuck is that? And and he said, hold on a minute. And so he went back and looked through some of the shit that he had saved. And he was like, oh, he said, that's this. And he sent me a screenshot of the, of the, you know, you go to your build menu and you click on a ship and it'll give you the description and all that shit. And he said, yeah. that's this. It's an Orion War Barge. And it was a common ship that you could get that was not faction related. Um, and that was a, a G4 ship. So, you know, they had stuff like that. Um, but like you say, they took it all out because that was probably something that was grindable and they weren't getting any money. Well, it was probably just easier to grind too, like, cause the faction ships, okay. The G4 ones, you have to have, you know, I can't remember now what the base was, was it 250 million, whatever, but, but you had to grind all that faction rep to get it. So you had to really commit to that. Whereas like something like that orion one you could probably just grind out the bps you don't have to have the the faction no yeah it feels it feels like they try to force you down a faction path which uh, you know all right whatever but i think it would still be cool to have just other third-party ships like i still think that it would be really cool if they would introduce new factions like we talked about this in the past like like have the cardassians and have it the full faction where it would be a level 26 ship, a level 28 ship, a level 32, 34, you know what I mean? And you could to have different factions other than those. Cause I mean, at this point there's more than just the three factions. You've got other factions in the game that are definitely um, have a lot of backstory and plenty of screen time. So that would be pretty cool. And, and some people are like, why the fuck would i get a 26 ship okay well then the 26 ship six ships not for you karen but maybe it's for someone else who's starting the game you, you join in a new server a very young server and you have the option to be the cardassians or go with the andorians or whatever i guess andorians part of the the federation but you get my you get my meaning you take my meaning like the breen confederacy or something like that and then somebody's like well they would have to create new classes of ships just other than interceptors and explorers and battleships and then, no they wouldn't you could just take a pick a path okay well the cardassian 26 ship will start with battleship or interceptor or whatever and you can continue on the same thing so it'll give you more options so you're not just well i want a level 34 interceptor ship 
So I have to go with Klingons. Well, hey, the Cardassians have that too. You could pick that one as well. I, I would go Dominion. Yeah, or you just do you do the fucking Dominion, whatever. Um, or you create a new class of worship that's very similar to a uh, minor and that there's no strength and no weakness. So it's just kind of like like in Pokemon, it's just a normal type. They don't really have like it's just it just exists. So you can kind of have a, a well-rounded warship. You can go into any battle and not have to worry about coming up against something you're weak against. You wouldn't have a leg up on anybody, but you also nobody would have a leg up on you. And that would add a completely different mechanic to crewing and things like that. Because now you would have ships that were essentially immune to some of these officers' abilities. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I still think there's some cool stuff that they could do if only they would bother to do it. Because, yeah, if they continue to do what they've been doing, not add any thing of interest like new factions stuff like that as long as our whales were still spending a shit ton of money they will never do any of that because they have no incentive to do so you heard it here for you heard it here first first folks yell at people like boom and people like that who spend too much money i've 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 all but stopped spending so you gotta yell at someone else the damage is already done sir all right let's uh Let's wrap it up for today. How about that? There's enough, been enough of a bitch fest. Okay. Um, thank you all for listening to our bitch fest. I appreciate it. Uh, please like, subscribe, comment, do all the things social media asks you to do. And thanks for listening. I'm TechMan16. I'm SK. And I'm Andy. I'm Boom. Boom, boom. Bunga, bunga. And we'll see you guys next time.